0: And welcome to this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name is Dima, and I'm Sabria, and we're here to chat. <laughs> hey y'all! That's how we start the show off. We are here to
1: chat, chit
0: chat. We definitely chit chat
1: specifically.
0: But how are you, girl? How's your week going? Um, it's going. I'm coasting. <laughs> agreed, agreed. I'm definitely coasting. Sorry, I have to cough and I'm back sorry about that it's allergy season y'all mm-hmm. I'm
1: sorry
0: yes I have been suffering <laughs> big time <laughs>
1: also,
0: I also have not set my ass down and yeah, I I'm can't to tell say, you how set your them.
1: ass down <laughs>
0: You're going to make a great mom one day, just based on it.
1: (laughs) You just wanted everybody to feel sorry for you in the moment. I'm like, wait, this girl been moving and shaking and baking. I feel like I have no other choice. (laughs) Like, um...
0: I feel like I have no other choice.
1: Maybe take a moment. I don't know. I
0: want to, but that's what the weekend's going to be for.
1: Yeah, please. Because I forgot... You had allergies like that. Yeah,
0: me too. Until I started talking. And I...
1: (laughs) Sounded a damn mess. I totally forgot. And I'm all enabling you. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs)
0: Well let's get the, I'm hollering so alright y'all this is why I shouldn't be looking at social media while we recording the podcast somebody complex posted a picture of Miley Cyrus and said Miley did not come to play right and it's all these pictures of Miley Cyrus and somebody in the comments said is this Aisha Curry <laughs> they say that jesus i'm gonna send it to you because like okay is kind of giving a le- aisha yeah. curry
1: it those it's those
0: eyes it's the eyes and also the the <laughs> i'm sexy <laughs> i'm sexy <laughs> i'm sexy <laughs> panting ass energy <laughs> moving forward um this show is going to be about Love and appreciation and healing and being kind to self, all those things. Shut
1: the hell up, like,
0: (laughs) bitch. These was your a lot of these was your ideas. Don't make, (laughs) don't you dare. It's
1: It's so easy
0: to make me the goop girl that just loves you know self love and healing and all the corny stuff. But y'all, Sabria, she'd be liking it too. She just make it like only
1: I like it. Run the tapes back. But anyway, yeah, this is about love, y'all. Self
0: love, but remix. Whatever you think it's going to be, <laughs> it's not quite that. Let's just say Black China will be involved at some point, okay? Um, <laughs> all right. So, Fay l- four. Four things we love about ourselves.
1: Off the dome with it, like, um, I really love how resilient I am. I don't know how many times I can say that. Um, I really like I be getting bent up out of shape. Yes, I do. But then <laughs> I think about it, and then I come back, and I'm like, okay, you could do this, and I be good. You really do.
0: I feel like you move past stuff quite like, like really without like in a way that most people can't do. Like I, I can't even explain it. But I've seen you sometimes move past things and never mention it again, and I'm like, wow.
1: I really be trying so hard y'all don't even know the internal dialogue I be going nuts that's why sometimes I be quiet (laughs) because I just be processing hard as fuck um another thing um how my ability to look at things from a different perspective um and um with that being able to take my time and process before like getting bent up of what before getting mad bent up out of shape like i ask myself a lot of questions before i get upset about something which sometimes can be bad because sometimes i like um gaslight myself but it works out more it works it's it's be, it's, it's more good than bad though right um because when i ask myself a lot of questions i save myself a lot of time and energy um so i really like that about myself Um, the third thing I like about myself, excuse me, how much I respect myself, period. Um, and it's not easy, and I guess we'll talk about this later, um, and sometimes I would feel bad about it, and like, you know, how hard, like, you know, people would tell me that I'm judgmental, and yada yada booby dee bop but as I've gotten older, I have eliminated so much bullshit because of how much I value the life that I want and the life that I want to give my future kids. So I have bypassed a lot of bullshit because I'm so hell bent on me and the I'm so hell bent on giving myself the future that I feel like I deserve and the future that I want like I'm I'm determined to have that so I bypass a lot of bullshit so I'm very like I really like that about myself how when I say that I'm going to you know remove myself from somebody I do and I stick by it and I don't you know sometimes I'll like if I go back it's not the same way or it's because you
0: you can realize that this person needs some grace. Like this person yes, needs yes. some love. I understand this person. Maybe maybe before I didn't get it. Like, because we do have to give grace. That's a, it's different, but not at the expense of like ourselves. Like I feel like if you think somebody is harming you, you don't go back. Whereas you realize, oh, that person was harming themselves. And by doing that, they kind of, you know, confused me or made me feel unsafe a bit not made me feel unsafe but kind of like rubbed me wrong then I, I feel like from what I know about you then you're more willing to be like you know this person need, it was going through this thing and this is why I forgive them
1: yep no it's true um also the third thing um is I really love my style um and I'm not even at the style that I one hundred percent want, but I just love the things that I'm into. Like I know that sounds like weird, but I just love my hot. I love that I collect dolls. I love that I read comic books. I love that I love horror. I love that I wear all black and like my favorite color is pink. Like I think I'm so fucking cool. Like I think I'm so cool. <laughs> Like, I'm really cool as fuck. Like, I think about who I am and I get excited. And I'm like, I know, like, my teenage self would be so excited about, like, who I am. Like, how I'm, like, tattooed. I finally got my nose pierced. I always wear my hair black. And I always wear my hair big. And I always look goth or emo no matter what I do. And, like, how I'm, like, starting to really like honing on like the rock of love style that I've always loved since I was a kid like I think I fucking rule like I love that yeah love you it. do rule thank you so yeah I just had to you know just go book wild for myself one time
0: period because it's all it's so easy to just talk I feel like our internal dialogue is all the things we wish we could, we did we could be better at so why not take a moment to just mm-hmm. name what we do really well
1: exactly that part
0: was that four that's four okay cool i think the last time you said my third one and i was oh i thought this was fourth but it is okay cool yes, sir. Oh, great i'm up <laughs> the first thing i like is that i'm brave like when bone crusher said i ain't never scared he was talking about me i'm never the fuck scared ever to say anything to somebody like i could be in a meeting it could be uncomfortable. And I'm like, I'm going to lean into this discomfort <laughs> and I'm going to say what I have to say. In school, like bullies, I never was scared. And sometimes having no fear could be a problem because fear is put in place to protect you. But oftentimes I feel like every time, like my bravery just leads me to be more bold and it, it makes me feel like I am a leader. It makes me feel like I don't need to be, you know, like there are so many people who are depending on other people to be scared so that things can stay the way they are uh, so that folks can continue to get over, but I'm not scared ever. And then part two to not being scared is that I always advocate for other people. And that's the second thing I really like about myself is that I care about the underdog always. I've always been a person that's like, you will not bully anybody in this room. You will do the right thing. We will not be littering. We will be taking care of each other in this space. And like, I go very, very hard because there are often times where I'm like, I could mind my business and my life would be so much less stressful. Like if if I didn't care, you know, about these things, but I've realized that like, I, I kind of just have to care. Like I just have to care. I have to do things the right way because that's who I am. And that's not a bad thing. That's something to take pride in. That's like, I feel like that's a gift that was given to me. And I don't plan on like letting up. Like there are often times at work where um, I could do something the easy way. And somebody's like, just do it the easy way. And I'm like, I want to do things the correct way because I believe that how I do one thing is how I do all things. And usually when you do something the easy way, it's easy for you, but then it's more difficult for somebody else down the road. And I don't think that's being a good partner to people. And I feel like I have been nothing but blessed because of it. Like folks will think like, oh, you're going to keep working hard. You're just going to burn out. And I'm like, I've been this way my whole life and I have been nothing but rewarded. Like when I look at my life, I'm like, my hand has been open because I give, but when your hand is open, you also receive too. So I feel very um thankful for caring about others and I feel very cared for too. And that's like something that's really beautiful to walk through the world, like feeling like you're cared for and that you care about others. Um, This is kind of, this kind of goes hand in hand with uh, bravery, but I really am tough. Like I can go through some challenging situations. I guess kind of like to your point, super. I'm resilient, Like I can go through some challenging situations and I can see myself out of it. Like, am I, like internally I can push, I can have conversations with myself. I will self like heal each time. Like if I'm sad, if I'm heartbroken, if I'm like feeling really, really bad and down, I go within myself. I'm going a, I'm to a get a face mask. I'm going to water paint. I'm going to go take a walk. I'm going a, I'm to a sign up for a new class. I'm going to start learning a new language. I'm going to download an audiobook. but I will literally do anything to feel better. And I always end up feeling better. I guess I'm just like a forever optimist. Like I might be sad for like 24 hours, but in my mind, I will dig deep and be like, you are blessed. You got this it's just, it's not a bad life. It's just a bad moment. Like I have so many ways to help myself. And sometimes like when I talk to other folks, I feel like it's really challenging to motivate them because they get stuck. They get stuck in like a circle of negativity. And I feel like I I know, I can't imagine how hard that is to come out of, but I also then realize like I'm, I have a gift where I just always can call it like it is. But I'm going to work to see things um, on the bright side. And then finally, what I love is like my confidence. Like can't nobody tell me I'm not fine. (laughs) Like can't nobody tell me I'm not one of the most beautiful women who've ever walked the face of the earth. Like that's just how I feel. I feel like... Everybody's in love with me. I feel like everybody just love my face. Everybody thinks I'm attractive. Everybody thinks I'm gorgeous. I feel like everybody wants to style me. I, feel, I really think Stop that I'm up. her. Like... I, when I really feel like I'm her, and I always felt this way. Like, I used to be a kid, crazy-looking hair, pop belly, stains <laughs> on my shirt, and I'm like, she, she, her, her. <laughs> yeah, I am that bitch, oh like, always God. and forever. Like, I could be looking a mess, and I'm like, but people still see that I'm her, I'm beautiful, I'm perfect. And it's like, even when I, like, I'll have moments where I'm like, oh, gosh, like, I just, <sighs> I can't believe that, like, you know, this girl looks this way. And I'm like, but she's boring. (laughs) She's boring. These girls are boring. Like I am gorgeous. (laughs) So I love that. I feel that way about myself. And I get that from my mom. You ain't going to tell my mom, she's not the finest person in the world. And that's just something I'm very, I don't know. Cause I'm a Leo. What? But I, I love my confidence because how you feel about yourself it matters when you standing in front of a group of people and you talking and you feel like y'all better be the fuck lucky that I'm even here. I am a gift. My presence is a present. Like it really helps you to show up differently. It really helps you to show up differently. Like you're self-imaging in nobody's hands other than your own. And like, that's what it is with me. Like, I feel like nobody can tell me nothing and love that about myself. Period. <laughs>
1: Oh, that felt good just to pop our shit for a little bit, you know. <laughs> Think it? I was like, "Damn, I went crazy," but mind went crazier. Dude. That's great. That's I'm gonna say. That's a Leo for you. I've been looking at my picture like, huh? I don't see any flaws, <laughs> personally. <laughs> Everything's perfect. No, I, I really do. That's why I'd be shocked if somebody don't like. If somebody like, oh, you know, I'm like, oh, you're nuts. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like you're really crazy.
0: And I gotta I gotta stop myself sometimes. Like I always appreciate compliments. Like, don't get me wrong. Because even I, I sometimes I'm like, even though I think I'm the most beautiful person in the world, I understand other people don't have to think that. So if someone says something really nice about me, I still like appreciate it. But also sometimes, like if I walk into a room and nobody says anything, I'm like <clears throat>
1: Eve- no, you worse than
0: me. You worse than me. I'm like, so no one's going to say a single thing
1: about my outfit?
0: <laughs> I'm like, I look, got new braids and nobody's saying anything. I'm up. I'm like, no, you on. worse than me. Come on. Like, where is it? <laughs> God, too funny. I can't believe I just admitted that out loud, but that's really how I feel. That is so funny. Yeah, no,
1: you worse than me. Uh, Sabrina, I could have told you that. <laughs> <laughs> I really could have told you that. Cause sometimes when I walk in the room, I'll be like, I don't want too many people looking at me. Yeah, that's
0: also sometimes I don't want too many people looking at me, but I'm also like, it's the price that comes with <laughs> <laughs> Like crooked. if I go into Whole Foods and everybody's staring at me, I'm like, oh God, like why? But also I understand. I do get it. <laughs> That's exactly what I think to myself. I'm like, with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> and my dad also told me that when you're one, you you're going to always be seen. So give people something to look at. That's just something he always told me. So it's like, even if I don't want to be visible, I can understand. It's not every day that people come in like me towering. I'll be towering over everybody with neon everything on. So it's like, come and on. You know what's
1: funny? I really be forgetting sometimes that you talk. Me too.
0: Until folks point it out. Like I'm Lisa Leslie when I walk in somewhere.
1: I be like, oh, Eman is five for,
0: But Sabrina you also think you <laughs> the way Sabrina be walking, she really thinks she tall. <laughs> Sabrina be having a bop to her walk. She be jumping around, and she and when I say like a lot of my shorter friends cannot keep up with me because I walk very fast. Sabrina she be stepping right with me. <laughs> we have never had that problem. <coughs>
1: oh my god that's so funny yes
0: yeah girl we love ourselves uh we would love to hear and maybe you don't share with us but i hope all 'all y'all can take four just a few seconds and name four things that you love about yourself like come on i bet you you can name four things you hate about yourself so why not name
1: four things you love about yourself pop 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 it sorry also oh my gosh we're gonna get into this later but i just laughed and my abs hurt like real bad
0: (laughs) yeah we'll tell you why a little teaser (laughs) a little teaser so i just want to give a toast to assist really quick i love when brunches like put just put us on sometimes when we talk i feel like we're speaking into a void it's not until someone brings up something i said that i'm like oh my god wow people are really listening so shout out to cheyenne who is a bruncher who um heard me uh him and in about not being able to find cute shoes and my size. So she forwarded me uh, this black girl who's 23. Her name is Adriana uh, Edwards. She's 23 and she landed her uh, brand Valia Shoes. That's V-A-I-L-A Shoes in Macy's after only one year of business. And y'all, I checked out the shoes and they're actually cute. They're actually cute. They're not giving Miss Doubtfire, so I'm so happy. That... Ah! <laughs> I love it. Like, thank you. And they are they go from size nine to fourteen. So
1: oh yes, let me look at me being included.
0: Yeah, yeah. And also, th- the whole premise is a uh, footwear for the workplace and at the hours, which is like yes, we love a niche like you know, a uh, brand. So shout out to, um, uh, a- Adriana and shout out to, or I'm sorry, Ariana y'all. I, I, you know, I'm dyslexic. I, I thought the H was a D shout out to Ariana and shout out to, uh, Cheyenne for putting us on. We also want to take some time to send some prayers. So prayers to Tony Braxton, who recently had to get, um, a a blood clot removed from her artery. That was like, Pretty dangerous, and also to Jamie Fox, who was recently hospitalized. You know, we never like to see some of the, our black icons down, and yeah. you know, you just want to send love and healing to the people who kind of keep us dreaming and inspiring. Like I think about Jamie Fox and Tony Braxton, and they both like really just take up a lot of space. And like my childhood, I'm sure mm-hmm, yours too. So mm-hmm. sending love there. All right. So, y'all, we have some fitness journey updates. So, we wanted to put this on tea time because, you know, a lot of the class, a lot of the girls are in the Pilates, and we could probably blame like Lori Harvey for that. But, um, it's just we want to get. Um, fun and flirty and healthy and fit for the summer in all of our own ways. Let's be real; the summer gonna get whatever body we got. But we've just been trying oh, to shit. get more activated, and it just so happened to be just in time for summer. So me and Sabria tried solid core yesterday, and it was really, really nice.
1: Yeah. Um, and right now, I just want y'all to <laughs> want y'all to know that I'm laying on my back <laughs> recording. <laughs> full transparency i am laying on my back my macbook is on my chest propped up i'm yeah so um yeah that's that like you want to know how the class went that's how it went and the crazy thing is it was gradual it was like i feel like i was breaking down through the day and once i got home and got off of work it was just like everything took its course um, it feels like I'm permanently doing a crunch right now. Um, and my legs, don't even get me started on those. Um, but I will take the class again. Like I'm somebody that The thing is, yes, I was getting frustrated, but I feel like, you know, you never I'm I'm not going to say that I don't know if it's going to be my thing, but you never know what could happen when you just keep up with something. So, I'm just going to keep up and also for me personally, Core strength is something that I really want so bad because I have none. And this is all core. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Lord have mercy. And slow movements, man, oh man, they really, they are something different. They're something different. But I just want to say that when we were doing the class... It was challenging for sure, but I kept peeking over at, like, other people, including Sabria. And I was like, oh, Sabria is killing this shit. Like, she's doing a good job. And that's us. Like, we will struggle, but we'll keep trying. Like, you know, so I'm like, oh, she's doing good. Her form looks great. She We both keeping up. Because me and Sabria were the thickest girls there. Surprise. And that's why <laughs> I don't really like to go to some places. Because I started to feel like, oh, if it's everybody, like... Um, no shade, but everybody is super like trim and, and Lulu lemon from head to toe, which even though Sabria is. (laughs) And I'm also. Hey. <laughs> but you know what i'm talking about the persona mm-hmm. and everybody got like their real high ponytails, and i'm just like i'm sorry i'm gonna go but i'm also gonna stay to myself here and yeah and i'm also gonna be fighting some demons <laughs> the, whole, the whole class but it wasn't like that it was a very much a safe space very much customizable so i'm like are we killing this we walking out once the class is done i'm feeling like electric i'm like sabria i can't wait Wait till we come back next Monday Sabrina tells her I'm never fucking coming here again I was like really I... in my mind I'm like F for friends who do stuff together I'm like yes we're gonna do it she's like I'm never fucking coming back here again and it took me back to the broad street run remember
1: Sabrina oh yeah when I be when I get frustrated I'm like yeah I quit <laughs> you know, that's one thing about me. I quit and I'm not gonna give a fuck. Like I'm not gonna feel bad. <laughs> Yo, I was
0: so shook. I'm like, huh? But um I'm glad you changed your mind.
1: Right? I did. Um I did book a class for next week. Um I still have um time to cancel it. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> you're but, not gonna cancel it. Mm, that's debatable. <laughs> But anyway, um, yeah, so yeah, I'll complain, but I'll still do it. But also, like, again, this ties into what we were just saying about the self-love and stuff like that. I am, and again, I'm confident, but I'm not, like, bulletproof. Like, there's some times where I self-love and I think about stuff. Like, you know, I'm not, like, gonna say that I'm, like, delusional in that way where I'm just like, oh, I'm perfect, whatever, blah, 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 blah. But I'm somebody that like, I, when it comes to the gym and working out and stuff, I really don't give a fuck what everybody else is doing. I'm a do me. Like, I'm just at that point. And I feel like since I've been going to the gym so much, like, I've, like, my fitness journey has been going on for almost, like, a decade. Yeah, for both of us, over a decade now. Because yeah. um, we really started in, like, 2011, 2012. hmm um and really 2012 so it's like over a decade now um and I'm at the point where I don't give a fuck and also like with social media you get like a more inside of people's minds and like everybody the thing is people gonna judge you no matter what they're gonna judge you if you're skinny in there they're gonna judge you if you're fat in there they're gonna judge you if you're not in the gym so I'm like I don't care like if I have to modify something or if I gotta catch my breath or like you know I'm just doing it slower than everybody else I'm like that's fine I'm here and I'm trying like I don't care so there was times in the class where I like slowed down a little bit or like I had to modify some things because um the only thing I really had an issue with is that we didn't stretch before it. Yeah. And like not to be that person because I did do orange theory and like I was looking back on my orange. Theory. I took eight orange theory classes. Like I really love that shit. But anyway, um, <laughs> um well orange theory, I was I thought it was gonna be something like that. Like in the beginning we did like a warm-up. And then we really got into it. Um, so I thought it was going to be a warm up. And yeah, stri- right.
0: We started with a plank. I said, huh?
1: Yeah, we started like shabam. Like we really got into it. Because I was used to like Orange Theory. There's like you a warm up and there's a cool down. So it was really none of that shit. No, <laughs> so we like, had to cool oh, ourselves man. down. Yeah, for real. We really did so um that's that was like really my only like hey um <laughs> and the thing is it wasn't a what well, the class that we took was not a beginner's class they do have beginner classes but i was looking at class paths, um and they're very far and few like the beginner's class aren't that often in if they do have them is during times where myself and iman both work um Or it's like on the weekend. But yeah, so the class, like, keep in mind, the class that we took was a full body. Like, we really just threw ourselves in there. Um, But yeah, I'm just like, I love classes. And I was definitely excited to do that, even though I'm literally on my back right now recording. Um, But yeah, I'll do it again. Um, And, like, will I be happy? I don't know. But I'll do it yeah and that's all that matters is that you do it not that you're
0: happy like you just have to do it so you you will you know cross that um i I
1: don't have
0: to but sorry don't play me please don't play with me right now (laughs) (laughs) seriously please don't play with me right now
1: like there's really
0: so i'm excited about it like it was really fun (laughs) to do it
1: you could be excited
0: Please don't play with me right now.
1: <laughs>
0: I also did Soul Cycle today. First yeah, of like all. she's nuts. <laughs> Y'all, I was late as shit for SoulCycle. Oh, my God, Iman, no. <laughs> so, I was late, but I was like, they charge you, they was going to charge me $23. I was going to
1: fucking get in the back of the girl bike if I could. If there was no more seats <laughs> available, I said, oh, y'all are taking me. I'm not That's paying for That's the girl said about Solicor, um, When I was watching a YouTube video, she was like, please, y'all, do not be late. Because they charge you 30. dollars yeah. Seven dollars if you late, baby. I'm not paying it.
0: So I was like, I'm going to be late by 6 i'm gonna be late by six minutes i get there and they're like waivers i didn't know i had to put on the shoes which i was like okay i got oh, yeah. a pair of shoes and they was like kind of tight but i'm also like do i want them to be loose like i feel like if i went up one more size i'm like i gotta get my own that's the bottom line i got my own little cycling shoes if this is something that i'm going to continue which i think i want a peloton so i will get the shoes um so i was like okay cool i go we the girl was like i'm gonna walk you in the room i'm like why that shit was pitch black i said huh it was like (laughs) red lights around and it was the evolution of rihanna that was the theme so i ain't gonna lie the music was fucking lit the music was amazing i didn't know how to lock my shoes in there. i felt like a baby the the lady she got a, a flashlight she took my ankle and jammed it into the thing i said thanks girl i was so happy they got a towel waiting for you i'm like oh this is really nice so it was like quite easy to catch on but like they i when i say soul cycle has a cult following it really yes, has a do. cult following like they really do we she was like get up and clap when i say it was a thunder clap up in that joint i was like oh my god when where have you been came on when i say i almost popped a willy on that That spin bike, it was very (laughs) energizing. It wasn't at any point where I felt like the energy was low. But cycling can be high intensity on your knees. And I don't typically cycle for that long. So, and also like... I can't hear over the music, so I'm dependent on watching other people. And some people work out in a way that can annoy me, so having to watch them is not something I prefer. So as the next time, I'm just gonna get in early. I'm a you get to claim your bike online, so that's another thing you get. Oh, that's to, cool. Yeah, you don't, you can pick your bike before you even get in there. But I want to be able to face the instructor, so I don't have to worry about looking at other people. Cause that's like when I say this one girl, she was like jerking real hard on the bike, and I'm like, you just trying to work. Out I'm way too up. hard. Like and then the the soul cycle woman was saying, like, oh, some people, this is the second time I see you today. I'm like, Y'all come in here twice? The hell's wrong with you? Like, do you think you <laughs> Lady Gaga or something? Like, remember do when Lady Gaga? C-
1: do huh? the C hurt your butt?
0: It didn't hurt my butt, but also been cycling consistently for about a year now. So I'm like, maybe my butt is huh? just used to it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Did I know you was doing it? Okay. Yeah,
0: that's what I do in the gym now. Like I use, I do the cycle for cardio. I do stair stepper or
1: or the bike. I'm cracking up. Mm-hmm. See, he might just be doing shit. <laughs> that's one thing about her. I she love just cycling. be doing. I shit. love it
0: so 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 much. But you
1: got a cycling body. I feel like girls that do cycling are built like you.
0: saying Sabrina will say any fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what did she say? She's Sabrina. I was training, and Sabrina was like saying that I look like I was uh trained like I was from Russia when I was working out. I'm like, what? She did,
1: she looked like she was like trained like strong, like bull. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? I'm like, yo, this bitch strong as fuck. damn.
0: I'm trying to work out in my mind. I'm like, yay, this is so fun. And this bitch talks about, i look like I'm trained to be an assassin. I'm like, okay. She did. Well, I thought, Sabrina Poker Face be killing me. That's the thing about you. I would really be like, she's having a great time. And you be like, no, I hated it. I'm like, really? (laughs) I don't know you, but sometimes your face shows it all, but most times it don't. Most times it don't. I really be hating it sometimes. I be hating it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Uh Solid Core, yesterday, um uh, by the way we're using class pass that's what we're doing
1: yeah also i posted my link on twitter um so please y'all sign up so i can get some credits oh
0: uh, yeah y'all you get do help a sister out um and also
1: poor <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow i'm doing this yoga class i gotta remember the name of it hold on i'm gonna find it but it's across
1: what i tell y'all she just be doing shit wait let me find
0: this class it's like a specific type of yoga what
1: so my job i can get like a discount at berries i think Barry's is like soul cycle or something like that i don't it's know like, who
0: the hell is Barry. <laughs> <laughs> okay it's called yin and yoga okay so yeah, it's called yin and yoga. And it's the first half of the class consists of a grounded, long-held poses. Um, and it targets your joints. And, um, yeah, your ligaments. And then it's yoga nidra, which is a yogic, yogic sleep meditation. So, it, it wants you to meet between being awake and being asleep, like, right in the middle. And when I say they give you blankets... <laughs> I love that. I'm going to be back here every week. You nap in the class and she puts blankets over you. I said, yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's really nice. I love it. And it's like wheelchair accessible. It's like um, a really, I thought it was a really safe space because the instructor was like, put this flag out if you're okay with being touched and you're okay with me correcting your form. You're okay with me talking to you. Put this flag under your mat if you don't want to be touched. If you want to be in your own world right now, because some days you do need that. You don't. You just want the guided meditation. You don't want anybody to physically touch you. People, it's about time that like uh, yoga and certain exercises are more trauma informed, because mm-hmm. that could be a really big trigger for people. Like your, like it's just a very vulnerable space when you're working yeah. out. So I really love the evolution of. Put a full, you know nonverbal communication to what it was a few years ago, where somebody literally smeared like essential oil on me, and I'm like, I don't like the smell of this. <laughs> so that's just what an yeah, evolution. Yeah, so freaky. Yeah, I was like, huh? Are you? And then like, <laughs> I think you were there that class that the lady was massaging our neck. Whoa. Wait, what? When we were at I that thought... gym that was up the street from my house, remember she was like massaging her right? Oh yeah. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to keep it away from me because I'm holding in this crazy behind gas right now. (laughs) And if I let loose, you in this essential wheel are not going to see the chance. So move. Yeah. Yeah. So that's our fitness journey.
1: Yeah. And a journey it is. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What? When I tell y'all, I feel nuts right now. Like I really am doing. Like I feel like my body is just doing crunches. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm. I'm just feeling like fired up. All right. Yeah, I'm really trying to think if I'm going to go to. I'm sorry to work this out with y'all, but like I'm really trying to think. Well, if y'all listen to this before, um I make before whatever time. Should I go to the gym, y'all, or should I take a class? i say the know. spirit will tell you tomorrow. Mm, the spirit might not. So I saw I need to help Because <laughs> the spirit, I don't hear it right now. <laughs> damn. So, so please help me. Damn, damn, damn. Right. All right.
0: So let's get in to Don Lemon. Go from fitness journey to Don Lemon. Smooth, <laughs> smooth transition. So Don Lemon got fired from CNN and he said he found out through his like agent. He said, I was informed this morning by my agent that I have been terminated. I am stunned. Um, He said that after working for 17, working there for 17 years, he couldn't believe that someone in the management would have not had the decency to tell him directly. Yeah, he what said, the hell? He said at no point. In time, was I given any indication that I would not be able to continue to do the work I have loved at the network? It's clear that there are some larger issues at play here. But then, CNN pretty much uh, characterized the situation as that they were parting ways and that he was invited to have a meeting with the leadership. And then they said, Don will forever be part of the CNN family and we thank him for his contributions. We wish him well and we'll be cheering him on in future endeavors. First of all, I hate shit like that. I hate Same. when people screw you over and be like, you will always be part of the family. No, I really won't. I really will never be part of this family again. We wasn't a family to begin with, but families don't do shit like that. <laughs> yeah, they don't. Like, why are y'all lying? Why are y'all lying? And um, and we, like, the public sees through it. Like, I understand that. Like, you uh, as a company, they can't just come out and say something like Don was an asshole, and it was about time he got rid of. We got rid of him. Everybody had a problem with him. Like, let's just say that's how they feel. So, I get. For the sake of your reputation, you can't say nothing like that. But I would prefer you to just shut the fuck up and say nothing. Don't release no statements. Just send me off. Pay me. Give me a nice fat severance package. <laughs> and, and let me move on. Let me talk my shit. and Let me find another opportunity. Because that's the thing. I do feel like Don Lemon will uh, get another show. Now, I can't oh, tell sure. you how I feel... About Don Lemon or what his behavior is like because, having worked in television, and trust and believe, I was not working for CNN. I was working for a different type of network, different type of industry, but I think a lot of their personalities were very similar. The most beloved people for, to the audience can be very challenging to work with. Mm, (laughs) They can be very challenging to work with, especially if they know their viewers' favorites and they can kind of like get their way. Sometimes they will push and push and push to the point where they need to be reminded that nobody is like above the CEO or whatever the case is. Mm, So like, obviously we can't speak to that. I can speak to, however, the fact that Don Lemon has done a lot for like the culture, which we know it didn't start off that way with Don <laughs> Lemon. But he yeah. learned he learned he was coach. He figured it out. He found his way. And I think the things he said on air for black people, the, the way he used his platform, like I'm forever thankful for that. And I think that like I want to see him unhinged. But like, I really want to see Don I Lemon on like, un- Let me him. tell
1: you about these motherfuckers.
0: <laughs> these crackers, okay? These crackers will have you. I want him to go <laughs> in. I want, to t- I want him to curse. I want him to get I drunk. I want him to be
1: like, shit. <laughs> shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I want him to be smoking weed with people. I want him to be like interviewing Megan Thee Stallion. I want him to be... <laughs> I want him to be twerking. I want him to be getting a haircut. I want him to be with 2 chains. I want him to be with 2 chains. I want him to be in the community. Like, I want Don Lemon to go... I want go. him get
1: sturdy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, you uh. <laughs>
0: I want him to be like... <sighs> I want him to be my Ice Spice. Like, for the big sake. Booze oh, my but, like, I really want him to be like that. Like, oh my God. That I want her to be hurt. like, I love Dylan with a rich nigga. Like, I really want to see Don Lemon with the rap girls. I want him at Coachella. Like, I want him hosting to be T Words. I want Don Lemon to wallow in his blackness on live TV. Like, cover the news we really care about. Ice Spice. Oh my God. <laughs> That's what we care about. <laughs> I want him to sit down with all the rap girls and be like, I want us to talk to Salt Ladies. Uh. <laughs> like, all of them. All of them. Nicki Minaj, Megan Thee Stallion, Lotto. Like, all of them come together I on did. Don Lemon's stage and they figure it out. Like, oh, I want him to have an Oprah Winfrey style <laughs> talk show. But Let's with all the go. things we just named. Like, him getting sturdy. Him having a studio audit. Like, that would be amazing. Mhm. Bigger than CNN. Better than CNN, um, yeah. I just feel like people were talking about how Don Lemon has been like behaving over the last few months. Like he had said something about this white woman not being in her prime anymore. <laughs> That's when you messed up. I'm you don't I'm talk sorry. about middle-aged white women like in ages on like they going They gonna make you pay for that. I'm, like, I'm that sorry. Is just, it's just a certain group of people that I'm sorry. It's not worth it to talk about them publicly because of their wrath. It's just like it's just uh, why attack cer- certain groups when you can just attack like you know like the the powers that everybody find to be evil like rich Jesus white men right but like blog. don't be ageist <laughs> don't say things like that and he 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 issued I'm an apology sorry. he issued an apology <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> that's crazy to <the> say <laughs> So yeah he had to issue an apology for that <gasps> um and he should have like he should have seen somebody was, wasn't in her prom anymore mm-hmm. um but i've been thinking like this it has been a very turbulent year for newscasters and nobody wants to talk about that but like th- through all that pandemic when we was all home and scared and not knowing what to do they were putting themselves at risk to give us the information. And I remember yeah. like at the beginning of the pandemic, I watched the news so much. I was dreaming about Chris, Chris Cuomo and Don Lemon. And then right on, after that, there was the um, black lives matter, like, you know, George Floyd's murder spring crazy uprisings mm-hmm. where again newscasters had to be on and then after that we went straight into the election newscasters had to be on then after that there was the, the attack on the Capitol newscasters had to be on then after that bunch of mass shootings newscasters had to be on mm-hmm. so the reason why I'm like naming all this is because like they're saying he's unhinged but I'm like imagine being a black queer person having to do this work like it will drive you cuckoo Like maybe the way he was showing up and how he started to kind of become unhinged on air, getting drunk at New Year's events and stuff like that. He probably is going to have nuts. And it's just like, y'all drive people crazy. And then like you fire them. I just think that that is so shitty from like my super external perspective, like not knowing anything that went into it. It just doesn't look good. It doesn't look like appreciation.
1: I agree. And when you're
0: black, it's different. Like when you're black and you're going through that pandemic, and when you're going through those uprisings, and it's just, it's just isolating. And he, I feel mm-hmm. like he held it down prime time for mm-hmm. so long,
1: and it's just like, look how they do you. Yep, I agree. Look how they do you. Yeah, it was sucked up, but you know what? Now he can get sturdy. Yeah, get sturdy, Donnie. All right, so.
0: Let's let's, you know, I kinda we, we tease this a little bit. We wanna save it for next week, sabrina or we wanna
1: Um Damn. Um I feel like we could do it. Alright, let's do it, let's do it.
0: Alright, so we're gonna talk about Black China, actually known as Angela now, who is transforming. In many ways. She wants to be known as Angela Renee White now. She's been changing her life and she's been baptized since May 2022. She has been getting a lot of her uh plastic surgery removed and ultimately just going on a healing journey. She has removed a tattoo, stopped using her only uh fans, and of course, like you can have an OnlyFans. You can have tattoos. You can have a surgeries. You can have surgeries. You cannot be baptized, and you can still be a healed, good, healthy person. But I think that you know, if you have been following Black China since like as long as I'm sorry, Angela, for as long as Sabria and I have, aka since about 2009, 2010, you can recognize that she has been in a bit of like distress and if you were somebody who again is a fan of her you might have been concerned
1: yes about no, her
0: these past few years and i think that's the word that comes uh to mind with black china concerned but mm-hmm. like, i've been very concerned and i've just been like she is such like what's going on like she mm-hmm. is so cool like she <sighs> she was really in a league of her own like back when Her and like Amber Rose were like besties and they were the blueprint for like the modern age quote unquote baddie. Like they started this Instagram baddie, like big butt, look back at it. Like she, she's just a trendsetter in so many ways. So to see her, um, to question if she was, uh, okay, from the mental standpoint from like a, you know, maybe like a drug use standpoint, it's just like, it's so much more complicated than just being like demon to just wanting to demonize her. Because as black women, we know that oftentimes we can go through trauma that nobody cares to help us heal, but it, it can cause deep, deep, deep damage. And that's kind of like my gut feeling with mm-hmm. China, but I'm happy that she is taking whatever steps she needs to take to heal, to be one, a better person for herself. And then to like, uh, an even better mom to her
1: kids yes because that's what really matters um and also i feel like um black women like i well, obviously because i'm a black woman deserve more grace and the space to grow and to want to heal and want to be better mothers for their children and if they're not mothers be better people Like, you know, it might look wild to us and but she's being her version of heels. Yeah. And her version of, you know, being free, whatever that means. Like it might look, you know, however to us, but she's and her she's doing the best that she knows how to do because she really raised herself. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like no who
0: to have a mom like Hers is very, um, I can't imagine how challenging that is. And like, she was just saying how she got silicone in her body at the age of 19 years old. And it's just some people when they're not being raised, they start to realize real soon, like this body, this face, how I can like please men. That's gonna be what saved me. That's gonna be what make me money. That's what's gonna be the thing to get me out of these situations. And I feel like it's a three sixty with her removing the silicone, removing the fillers, like, and, and just stepping away from all things male gaze. I think mm-hmm. that's a lot. That's when everyone feels freedom when they step away from the male gaze because yes. it controls. It controls how men see themselves this controls how everyone sees themselves the male gaze isn't helpful to anyone
1: it isn't and it's like you know how money status or whatever could not save her from her upbringing yep um because you know her mom is still very present and her mom is still no matter what her status is and who she got a baby by all that stuff her mom is still her yeah so that's very real, and that's really something to think about, like especially when you are like a person of color, because I know like sometimes in our families we get have family members or even parents who just don't get it, and they never will, and all they do is care about themselves and how what can they gain and her mom, in her mom's mind, she did everything to support her. And she didn't know any better because, you know, that's all she knew to do to support her. But in that she um, you know, harmed her child. Yep. Um and it's just like a cycle and I'm happy that like even though it might not look perfect to us, um, I'm glad that she's trying to um break the cycle. For sure, and like just how you were saying that money can't
0: save you from uh like the bad parenting situation, money can't help you heal, and that's something that's so important to realize because some <laughs> mm-hmm. days you just be like, my biggest problem is money, and let me t- don't get me wrong, money can ch- can help with a lot, but it's only a tool. Like yeah. money is the tool to get things that can help you, like therapy. Or like taking the time away from labor so that you can reflect. Yoga, you know, like money can is a tool, but money in itself, like the luxuries that come with money, they don't help you. Like big houses, expensive wigs, big bags, they don't help you. They don't do exactly. nothing. They don't, they're they nice to have. And by all means, if that's what you want, you should get it. But understand that's not going to fix the problem. The problem is going to, it's like you're going to have to revisit it. And I hate that. Like sometimes, some days there are things I don't want to think about. But I remind myself that this thing is going to have a chokehold on me until I address it and I also don't know even how to address that do i address this with a therapist do i like journal like is there such thing as healing without talking about it like it's just so many thoughts but i'm just when people heal no matter how it looks i always feel proud of them because i know it's not easy to go dig deep it's just not easy
1: exactly so best of luck to her and her
0: journey best of luck to angela all right let's move on into the sunken place and we're gonna keep this really quick, but you know, shout out to Simone Bowes. She got married to her man who's in the NBA. They look beautiful, great wedding. Uh she mm-hmm. loves love. She s- Simone stayed with a man. The fact that she's getting married, I'm not surprised. Cause she just you guys just see those girls where they gonna they gonna have a man, they gonna have a <laughs> husband, and they gonna be a good ass wife. That's what she looked yeah, like to me. She looked like she gonna always be a bomb wife. She's she gonna be she gonna do it all. She gonna be surprised supportive to her kids and mm-hmm. she's gonna be a gold medalist and still be a great wife like she just got that written all over her face and i love that yeah. for her but um some people thought it was okay to like zoom in to her hair on her wedding day and talk about how her edges weren't laid and Sabrina is the one who told me about this because i i didn't know that that was happening
1: yeah y'all it's so weird and like it's annoying because that's like the first picture that i saw from her wedding um and people was talking about that and i'm like really like you know how hard it is like having forcey hair and trying to tame it and all this stuff it's just like really it's so much that goes in w- with black women and our hair and we be having to think about oh my god this style because of this and this and blah 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 leave her the hell alone like she's literally an olympian that is amazing and y'all want to talk about her edges losers yeah, and I just feel like leave black women alone. Please
0: leave us alone when and stop L- laid edges. Sometimes, yes, they 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 slay, they look nice, but at the end of the day, if we want to be for real, it is yet another way we try to make our beauty eurocentric. It really is when our hair frizzes up and somebody goes ill. Despite the fact that that's what it does naturally, it's like come on, please don't don't make somebody feel like that, especially on their wedding day, especially because they can't control it. Let me tell you, my edges do not lay down, and Same. they don't they don't do those little cute curls like I don't look like sweetie. I, I literally <laughs> have nappy hair, and I've like let it go. I don't mind. I may start the day with some edge control but let me tell you by about 11am it's just my my willow's peak has puffed up <laughs> and it's gone and i don't hold myself to like those standards of oh, I look a mess or let me keep going to the bed the bathroom to reapply it because i'm black and that that's just what my hair does so to all the f- women especially other black women who know the struggle who who want to talk about that like what now what if she said let me see your ring a lot of feelings will be hurt. A lot of people will be crying because you're never going to see one. So it's just like, stop. Stop. Because she, she can show you a ring and a medal and what you got to show for it. Laid edges. Come on. Be for That's real. It. Be for real.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Please. So let's get in to common senses.
1: You want to kick us off, Saria? Hey, y'all. All <laughs> So let me pull up. Let me go into my palm pilot. I actually. Okay, I'm sorry. I, gotta so, pull oh no, the, I got it. Okay, no, I don't know why I said that. So okay. <laughs> I have been digging deep. I have been thinking deeply. And I'm like, you know, I've been on a bunch of journeys. And like the bit, the longest journey has been my fitness journey on and off, on and off, on and off. And I'm like, what is the, like, why is this? And I finally solved it. And I feel like this is the time where it's not going to be on and off anymore because I know the problem. Mm -hmm. And I have decided to not be mean to my past self. That is very important. And I feel like especially for women, especially for black women and just all around women in general, fems, like not being mean to your. like when we talk about our inner child, um, it's not it don't start stop there like just being kind to our inner child because our inner child is a teenager then like she's a young adult and then she's this she's that and she's in you know her late 20s stuff like that you have to be kind to yourself even yourself from the past in order to grow because you'll be stagnant Mm. and like i always thought like oh it's because i lack discipline the thing is i've been vegan for almost a decade like eight years now mm. and i don't mess up and i'm very strict about it and i'm very serious about it i'm like even that like before like um so vegan it's easy to me then i'm like i got a gluten allergy it's kind of hard but now i've been doing better with that because i just got like really sick so i had to like you know so i'm like i'm sticking with it. i'm doing good and i'm like why i love working out i get excited about it why am i keep falling on and off and it's because i was being mean to my past self yeah exactly yeah and you can't move forward in anything honestly if you keep on being mean to your past self like being like oh coulda shoulda woulda i'd have been so much further now if this xyz blah, blah blah it's okay Like everybody has different paths, you know, and all you can do now is just move forward. So I have vowed to be kind to my past self in order to move forward because I feel like, I mean, obviously I'm only 31 and I've got a lot more life to go, but I feel like I feel like in saying that and saying it out loud and realizing that's closing like a chapter because I feel like I found like I solved the problem and like it was a different, it's different elements to the problem where like one is not comparing myself to other people. That's like one box checked off. And then the next one was stop comparing yourself to your past self and um forgive your past self and say out loud i'm sorry to me like and i did that last week i feel like such a goop person but like i did that last week i was in my room by myself and i saw a tiktok um and it was random like i never i don't even on tiktok i don't like anything food related I don't even like fitness stuff on TikTok. I just always like silly stuff or like makeup or hair stuff. Um and I randomly get this TikTok of this woman who was heavily into fitness and she over the pandemic um her eating disorder got really really bad. Mm. Um like really bad. Um and she's recovering. But like I went to her Instagram and like me, she was like into fitness she um was like into protein powder she was like building muscle she was like always post about it she was doing like all this great stuff and like she was in recovery and then like she didn't post for a while and then she came back like and was like hey guys like I'm in recovery like so sorry blah, blah blah and I looked at it and like I just felt, like, really emotional because I was just thinking about, like, my past self, like, when I first started, like, getting healthy and stuff and, like, how mean I was to myself and how mean I was to other people. And I I might have not said the things to the people's faces, but, like, the thoughts were mean and, like, how I thought I was doing the right thing and I was also, like, harming myself. And I wasn't giving myself credit for things that I was doing that were like, even though I was just doing what I thought was right, but I still was like hard on myself and I was mean to myself and I just was like, oh, like, look at you. You're not even here. This person is here and look at you. You're still this and blah, blah, blah. And then I did that the second time too when... I did like fitness, um, got back into fitness, like in 2018, um, I was really mean to myself and like, I looked great. Like looking back at pictures, I looked exactly how I wanted to look and I was doing it. Like I was doing better. Like I was actually eating food. I wasn't like overworking myself out. Um, I like was just doing good, but I was comparing myself to other people. And I was just like, look at you, like you supposed to be here. You're not here, blah, blah, blah. And I literally couldn't even look at, I couldn't even like process how I looked. And I look back, I'm like, I literally was my version of perfect. Mm -hmm. But, I sat in my room, and I was by myself, and I watched the TikToks, and yes, I did. What did my manager say? She called herself a waterhead, because she cried a (laughs) lot. I'm a waterhead. So, I was in my room, and I started crying, and I just said, I'm sorry, out loud to myself. And I was just like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Like, I really was just, like, apologizing. And then my mind, I can see. Sorry, I'm getting emotional. Think about it. In my mind, I can see. Sorry in my mind, I can see like myself from when I was a little girl I'm sorry
0: to you do not have to be sorry,
1: to when I was a teenager to when I was in college, to when I graduated, I just saw myself and I just was like, I'm so sorry I'm so sorry to you you did not deserve it at all And in order to be the woman that I want to be, I have to apologize to her. Because, like, the thoughts that I had, the stuff that I said, it was not fair. Mm. It was not fair. So I just said, I'm sorry out loud. And it felt so good to apologize to myself. Like, it felt so good. And that's why, even though like i did that class i did not self-deprecate or anything i just was like oh my god that was hard i wasn't like well you know it wouldn't be hard if you did this none of that even matter that don't matter it does not matter yeah
0: it don't matter all that matters is that you get through that's all that i think sometimes with like you know age it's like i feel like the fact that you can get to the point and you can say sorry for yourself it's like yeah congratulations you have learned cuz yeah. some people go their whole life and they never learn exactly they never learn they never learn to be kind to themselves and you know they they it's like realizing you should have been kinder to yourself at 31 means like all right I know what the future looking like. My dad always tell me you spend the first 25 to 30 years of your life learning. Then you spend the next 30 something on applying what you've learned. And I, I feel that so hard because you look back now and you got all this data from your lived experiences. Yeah. You look back and you could put things in perspective that way that you thought was oh, this is not small enough because this is not this tight and I don't have this six pack and I don't look like Janet Jackson and I don't look like Beyonce and this person did this. And there was opportunities for me to go harder and you start to realize that there's going to always be opportunities for, for you to go hard. What only matters is that you did your personal best, not the best you know that everyone else can can define and sometimes we really are doing our best even when we are messing up
1: yeah sometimes you are
0: doing the best you can do in that moment and like I I look back and I think like times where I could have been better when I could have been a a little bit faster when I could have gone a little bit harder but then I remind myself like this is this is that perfectionism stuff that's not going to get me anywhere
1: yeah, exactly. this is that
0: perfectionism stuff that's not going to get me anywhere i'm not perfect and like i have to say that to myself sometimes like some there used to be a time where i would make a mistake at work and i would be like on a bus think about it i would be in the shower think about no, it i would be in bed think about it like everybody and that's also it does also have a lot to do with being like the only black woman in the space and wondering yep. like if what do people think of me? And like, now they're going to think I'm dumb. I I, got to make this up in some type of way. Like that's like that psychological stress. So like, I would just be so hard on myself and I would just feel so stupid and I would feel so unworthy. And I'm just would be like how, you know, what if I just feel like somebody was keeping score of all the bad things I've done, you know, all the mistakes I make, I always feel like somebody's keeping score so that when I want something, they're going to bring up the scorecard and be like, how do you deserve that when you stuttered in that meeting? And how yep. do you really deserve this when you skipped that workout? And how do you really deserve this when you didn't even call your grandma last week? How do you deserve this? You're not saving any money. You don't deserve this. You paid that bill late. Like I just feel like there's always somebody keeping score of all my mistakes. And yeah. there and that's going to prevent me from getting my blessings. And then I've shifted my thinking to believe that, number one, bitch, you're doing a good job. Let's start there. No, for real. You're doing a good job. Like you're doing a good job. And I'm not one to compare myself to other people and be like, oh, you could be like her. You could. Cause I just feel like everybody just surviving. And then that person, they doing their best, even though it was something different. But on a grand scheme of things, I'm, I just, I just have been trying to keep my head above water. I have been working hard. I haven't been harming anybody. I have yeah. been trying. We have been consistent with our podcast and like we we've just been doing everything damn near perfectly over the past few years. So I just feel like in times where I want to go really really hard on myself, I just got to think about the fact that like all I all I did was the best I could do and I also try to think about external factors that um that make it really hard for me like I don't yeah. like sometimes I, I want to be really accountable and I I don't want to blame being a black woman on this I don't want to blame my circumstances I don't want to blame my zip code but at the end of the day it's not about what I want to do it's just about the pure facts of it all it's about yep. the access it's about this it's about like if you you're not smarter for not acknowledging things that make your life hard you're not yes. smart for it, not for ignoring things. And I know that sometimes there is a time where you shouldn't think of, you shouldn't let your social identities be barriers, but when you're having a hard time, sometimes it's okay to zoom out and just be like these, I'm pushing up against a door and it won't open. It's because it's like 12 tons of, of pressure on the other yeah. end. They don't want me to win. Or if, if, if they, it's not that they don't want me to win. they, these processes, these systems, these rules were not created with people who look like me and want And mine. This system doesn't work for me. I am going from scratch. I am lifting a heavy load. Generational curses are real. Generational curses are so real that they affect our bodies. Like they yes. affect our bodies. Like trauma That's lives real. in black bodies. So I'm just like, I try, I've been trying to cut myself some slack and also realize that Everything you want, you're doing the work to get there. And every day is not going to look perfect. Every day not going to feel good. Every day I'm not going to feel like a million dollars. I'm not going to be like the rock star Ariana Edwards that we mentioned earlier at the show where I get my own shoe line by the age of 23. That's not my story. But that doesn't mean my story is not going to be great. Just because it's not that story. My story is E my Mm -hmm. story. I might make it when I'm 57 years old. I'm never going to give up though. That's all I got to say. (laughs) Like I'm just going to keep pushing through and loving on myself and, and being happy with who I am because like, Literally, this is who I am. I can't be responsible for anything other than my story. So I'm going to own it and like love myself. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not perfect, but it, it it's not a crime to, to love yourself and be kind to yourself. And the world does not make it easy. <laughs> the world do not teach. They don't even teach you how to love yourself. They don't actually teach you how to do that. You have to find it out. You have to find out that self-love is important after years of self-hate.
1: Yes, or be blessed enough to be born into a family where it's taught. Because like with me, all the things that like I learned about really hating myself, I learned uh, from the outside world. Yeah, because like growing up, I think about I've never heard my mom talk bad about herself. Um, that's one. Um, two ever since i was a kid my mom has always always and my dad instilled in me to like like let be with people who treat you good Mm -hmm. like even friends and especially like when i started dating like that was really a thing where like you know, be with people who like, you know, treat you good and make you feel good. So everything, I feel like the negative, real negative stuff, like I definitely learned from the outside world. Not saying like anything is perfect, but like the, like, for instance, like um, growing up and growing up in the early two thousands as a kid was hell. Um, like with skinny jeans and um low rise jeans and the no conversation like, about size inclusivity at all. Exactly. It's like you literally
0: didn't exist into stores. It's
1: exactly, so like seeing stuff like that, that's what like really took like the outside elements. I would say like really took us all
0: yeah the outside elements definitely took a toll like who the main character was in the movie and like just what it meant to be like accepted and loved like who got loved in movies was something that I always would think about like even if they weren't white like if they were black they were somebody that looked like maybe like you know, Gabrielle Union or, you know, somebody like that. And it just started to become clear to me that like, okay, I'm not one of the people who, or people who look like me, I don't actually know what happens to them. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I don't even know what my future is going to look like because I feel like I should be loved. I think I'm a good person. I know I want this on the inside. This is how I feel, but I don't see this representation anywhere. So I, when I look back at the, at the old me, it's like I just have a hard time, like I have a hard time seeing like, um, I have a hard time seeing, I'm trying to explain this, like the ways that like I, I gave in to things, but yeah. I also feel bad for never allowing myself to take a break, mm-hmm. you know, like I never allowed myself to really, really explore my youth. I never did and I think that because I knew I wasn't accepted in my neighborhood, knew I wasn't accepted in the schools. I knew I wasn't accepted like in any space that I was in. Truly like sure people thought I was nice enough, sure people liked to work with me cuz I got my job done well, but because I knew that they weren't truly my people, I was always looking ahead. I was always looking ahead like If I'm going to stay faithful, I need to look ahead. And I was never present. So I spent my whole 20s not present. Spent my whole 20s looking ahead, whole 20s, like just trying to move past, just trying to win, just trying to get out this situation. And some days, this is why I really do forgive myself because if I hadn't been like that, I don't, I don't know if I could be where I am today. And I respect and I appreciate younger Emin for pushing me forward and giving me those insights and and just I I've worked my ass off, <laughs> like quite literally, quite literally I have worked my ass off, and so I'm proud of that. But at the same time. I'm not, I'm moving differently in my thirties. I'm not thinking ahead as much as I used to. I'm not like, my head is not so far into the future. I'm literally thinking about my yoga class tomorrow what I'm wearing tomorrow, what I'm eating tonight. Like I'm very focused on today, tonight. Like SZA said, the fountain of youth is in the present. I refuse to be in my 40s and then say, (laughs) damn, I wasted my whole 30s because I was looking ahead. I'm not looking ahead. I'm looking now. I'm looking right here. The most I can look to is maybe my birthday in the summertime. But, (laughs) That's the lesson I learned, and I forgive myself. I'm not going to be upset at myself for wasting my 20s. Tw- I didn't waste my 20s. I was present and alive and doing everything I had to do and knew to be the right thing at the time. And then when I realized that that wasn't the right way, I switched and I did that. And I feel like if I can do that for the rest of my life, it's okay. And I also, like, I feel like I know so many people who are very hard on themselves for some of the things that they did that were considered stupid, they were considered dumb. I made dumb choices. That's what life is about. Like, can we please give up the act that we're all smart, making good decisions? (laughs) Like, can we please like end that, that we're all, Um, yes, there are maybe some people who are taking zero risk, right? They got their savings in order. Everything's great, but I'm willing to bet One of two or two things. One, they have, they're born with some type of privilege and they may not be in the same conditions as you. Maybe they're not marginalized like you. Maybe they had a supportive family. Maybe their family had money. Maybe there was, you know, some level of like education that their parents had. So they were able to conscious, like parent a little bit more consciously, right? It's not their fault, but it's also not your fault that you didn't have that extra set of guidance, Mm -hmm. right and then too like say they're doing everything right they're saving they they you know they're boring as fuck like there'll be (laughs) people out here that's like oh my my credit score is is perfect it's like but where's what do you what's your life look like i'm sorry what does your life look like because you've been so afraid to make any mistake and maybe that's what they regret they stayed the course but my whole point is that like perfection There are downsides to that, too. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm.
0: There are downsides to that, too. For the people who are like, I fucked up my life, you probably had a lot of fun, though, right? (laughs) (laughs) Because I feel like that's one thing. Like I had to learn a lot of hard lessons with money, but I had a lot of fun no same. (laughs) i thought we both we had a lot of fun like we (laughs) do we do we have had some really wild fun experiences um and it's all because we were living completely in la la land in our 20s (laughs)
1: yeah
0: so cheers to being kind to our past self and i guess we could end with just something something we i guess a few kind words we'd like to share to our younger selves. A
1: few kind words. Um, I would probably like to say, um, you're going to do it. It's not going to be per ex- exactly how you pictured it, but you're going to do it. And it may take a little bit longer, but it's going to happen. Yes, love that. Mine, it would be trust
0: your gut. You be knowing, you be knowing. Don't let people confuse you and make you question how you feel. Mm -hmm. It's okay, and also, it's not wrong or selfish to take care of yourself and to look out for yourself. You can support people, but you can only save yourself. And those are the words that I would give myself. Um, And calm down, girl, like calm the hell down. So <laughs> <laughs> calm the fuck down. That's actually what I'm about to tell myself right now. So that's it for this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. Um, thank you all for always being our safe space where we can come every week and talk about all the things from Don Lemon getting sturdy to um, forgiving our past selves. And shout out to you, Serea, for being so honest and brave. It really opened me up for this conversation. And I know it's going to open up a lot of brunchers, too.
1: Thank you. I'm like, damn,